This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. Ah, if you're just tuning in, this is the beginning of the podcast. Here we are. We're excited to be here. The heat is overwhelming, but it's not a weather podcast. We're not going to talk about that. I've got a room temperature water, which I'll be able to enjoy throughout the podcast. And uh, what else is happening? I'm just, uh, I was in Utah. I'm back. I faced some, uh, you know, I had to look at some photos of myself from 2007, and I faced that, and so I'm in a different place now. Uh, where are we? I've had my coffee. Obviously, I'm having a great time. I love today's guest. I think today's guest is so unbelievably funny. It's Joe Quazala. Hello. Joe, what's the latest in tech? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're still disrupting. They're disrupting, <laughs> and I'm at the forefront of it, as you know. Uh, your listeners don't even need an introduction. They know I am a tech guru. Mr. Startup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, VC, uh, angel investors, seed money, all of this stuff is, you know, my bread and butter. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listener, Joe, I mean, does invest a lot in the Silicon Valley space, uh, which we you know to, him. We don't need to bore them with, but, with those details right now. But like Elon Musk, also a comedian. <laughs> uh, so we're so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. Um, it's funny. I am not I, because of Elon's interest in comedy, mm-hmm. and you you may be the same way. I am like probably one degree away from him because he hired a bunch of Onion writers. Uh, yes, like a few years ago, and I, I knew many of them. Yeah, of course, wonderful people. Yeah, and uh, what what a. And who could forget the, the publication that they released with Elon Musk? I mean, we were reading it every day, and we still are. <laughs> that was such a fascinating journey because we all, within comedy, watched him kind of dump money into a project for a while. Oh, yeah, at least a few years. Yes. Took people directly from The Onion, and I, as I recall, those people were ready to leave The Onion, which is funny to think that like he would provide shelter for people who felt wronged by a company. Um, yeah, the last person you would expect to. At the time, it, it, he hadn't quite made his public heel turn. Right, we didn't quite know what was going on there. We knew there was money, 
Yes, and that should have been a red flag. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But... <laughs> <laughs> we, I feel like at the time we still had a positive, or not a positive opinion, but a confused look at Elon, and we didn't hate Grimes yet. No, no, Grimes. She hadn't spent all of her goodwill. Grimes was safe. <laughs> Grimes was completely safe. We definitely all knew who she was. We all knew who she was. And I, st- I would say I still could tell you all of her huge hits. <laughs> <laughs> Grimes, for me, had a, a great level of respect. She was. People were looking to Grimes as kind of, oh, this person we can respect. And now, mm-hmm. a clown. Who? Yeah, no, a, a, a buffoon. <laughs> Truly a buffoon. Well, because, all right, I, I, and I was tipping my hand here. I know of Grimes mm-hmm. as a figure in pop culture. <laughs> right. A musician, I am told. I can't act... <laughs> cool enough to say that I like know Grimes' music, but seem to be on the indie side of things, correct? But like indie alt maybe is a better word. Interesting pop, I would say. Yeah. Um, And someone whose look and aesthetic certainly was very cool and transcended uh, the normal boundaries of what we consider to be anything. And now people know about her like you know about her. Yes, she married a maniac. <laughs> and then divorced. Yes, and then divorced, but that does not uh, absolve her of her sins. No, absolutely not. Well, and she's certainly not making amends. She continues to do stupid shit all mm-hmm. the time. Now, if she, if she joined some sort of cause, as though to say I had been, uh, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, I see what was... And listen, again, I don't know that she's not doing this. I don't... <laughs> we're not... I'm not up on my Grimes news. But yeah, it, doesn't, it does not seem like she's leading any charge but you know there's still time there's time for grimes has there ever been a celebrity who didn't commit an actual crime but did some of this garbage acted like a moron for a long time and then you know repented of it and then we were like oh we're back on your side i don't know that that's ever actually happened that's a great question because i feel like given the sheer number of celebrities like just odds are it must have happened once i mean i was thinking recently obviously because of a mission impossible Mm mm-hmm Tom Cruise's uh, kind of miraculous pull out of the tailspin. I yes. mean, he's, he is maverick, and so should we not expect... <laughs> but the fact that like he went on Oprah and was uh, up on the couch and just being like peak weirdo, and we were all like, no thanks, uh-uh. And the fact that he is back, maybe more than ever, Hollywood's favorite celebrity. Yeah, he's a fascinating one because there's still right there for him to grab dropping Scientology and then probably running for president. Like he would, sure. I mean, we would just let him be president. Yeah, and we don't need an election. We'll right. just all decide to <laughs> forego that process. Yeah, so I guess it's just he, how did that happen? I guess he just got a little more quiet. I think that's definitely part of and it. And continued being in these thrilling movies. Good movies. Because uh, there was a period there where it was like the Jack Reacher movies, and I was like, uh, maybe <laughs> Night and Day with uh, yeah with Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz yeah. yeah Oblivion, Oblivion. This, of this is the Valley. This is the Cruise Valley. But then you know once because and the Mission Impossible's were happening all throughout. Like you know, first movie, uh, 1996. 1996. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but then like we those movies started to get like really good, and then we we turned around Edge of Tomorrow. And oh, suddenly... Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow to me feels like because he was swimming from Mission Impossible to Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. almost drowning every time. True. Then 
he had Mission Impossible and Edge of Tomorrow, and then we were like, okay, we're all back on board. Because Edge of Tomorrow bombed, I think, because we still thought he was in <laughs> right. that mode. We and were the title was horrible. Not good. Every title I have heard for that movie, which there are several, are all bad. What are the others? So it was based on a book called All You Need Is Kill, oh, oh, no. which is worse <laughs> than Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. And when it was released on DVD... They almost put the uh, tagline so big, you would think that was the title of the movie, almost to the point of a rebrand. I don't know if it was official. And that title was Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, of course. Which, Which yeah, at least explains what's happening in the movie. Exactly. It's not good. Edge of Tomorrow, just a slightly more poetic, almost seems like a Star Trek classic episode title to me it seems like a ya novel or something Mm -hmm. where like one of the kids is sick and they fall in love with each other that kind of yeah no i mean because there's there's comparisons to like edge of 17 oh oh, there we go uh you know a kind of a coming of age tale uh but yeah it it does feel like it could be paper towns or (laughs) whatever got about paper towns the spectacular (laughs) now that was another one right that like genre all of these titles would work for edge of tomorrow Mm -hmm, that could have been called the spectacular now (laughs) absolutely yeah i mean you're not you're not wrong it was (laughs) every moment is is now and it's spectacular because it's restarting now how fascinating edge of uh 17 what is that movie about someone going from 16 to 17 i think so (laughs) i think you nailed it pivotal I think it's just that I can't say that I've seen it. I'm a little embarrassed because I've heard it's quite good. Is it really? I watched Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret recently, which was quite good. I've heard it's great. And I believe same director. Oh, interesting. Which makes me think Edge of 17 could be uh, worth a watch. I feel like they must have dropped the ball with Margaret because that movie is, I mean, that book is, everyone has read it. Or at least every woman has definitely read it. Strong IP. Yeah. And I feel like it was released straight to video. It was in theaters. I did see it in theaters, but I know what you mean. It just didn't. It didn't make much of an impact. I, do, I could not tell you who's in the movie. Oh boy. I never saw a clip of the movie. The pe- and I've seen a lot of clips for a lot of movies. Not you by fam- choice. You famously are bombarded by them when you leave the door. <laughs> it's a reverse paparazzi. They're showing you a camera. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> um, but the parents of Margaret and Margaret obviously is a child actor, not right. a not a name actor. Nobody. Uh, straight nobody who gives a shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, although I think she was in N Ant Man as, okay. as the daughter. Uh Rachel McAdams is the mom. Okay. And A Safty. Oh, <laughs> one of the Safties. I can't Ben Benji? Well, Benny? That's Benji? Benny, I think it's Benny Safty. Uh I and it's if if not him, the other one. But the one who tends to be in stuff. Right. The one that's think, in their movies. It, yeah, right. And is in Oppenheimer. Oh, he's in Oppenheimer. Wow. Yeah, everybody's in Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah, have, you seen, have you seen the, the pictures <laughs> of the cast? cast list. Woo. Yeah. They went is. out. They Do went we... out and got everyone they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> when you initially said A Safety, I thought you were saying like A as an initial a period, period Safety. I was yeah, thinking Andrew. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> Aaron. Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's an interesting, but see, I couldn't have told you that. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> to tell you about the cast of movies. No one in Hollywood's seen. allowed to promote anything, but you came. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I came <laughs> just for movies that came and went to let you know some of who I think is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like child stars should never be a recognizable. The kid should never be somebody I know from a previous movie. And that is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Like, I, there is an argument yeah. that child acting should be illegal it should be illegal and i'm with i'm i may be with that or at least if it's illegal it should be like 
each kid gets to do one movie. It's almost like a school project. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, now it's Deborah's movie. Uh-huh. Give her a chance. Let her have a, a film and then no more right. until she finishes. I was going to say, hey, it's 18. I'm going to say, finishes college. Right. That, that child needs to do get, the full Get four. him through some higher education. Let them experience life and find yes. themselves. Yes. Interesting idea on our part, our mm-hmm. child agency. Yeah, right. Um, I interact with very few children mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. I don't know about you, but I feel like we're qualified regardless. We're excellent. We, we should be managers. We're the new managers of children. Yeah, I weirdly in L.A., I feel like I never see kids or teens. And maybe that's just being an adult. But I rarely you, see them. Well, you go to the Chuck E. Cheese all the time. <laughs> so that is strange that they're not. And it's not, a ghost town. It's yeah, just me. just you. Some say it's abandoned. And you're like, no, the door is you have to pry it open with a Why crowbar. Why are there no children here? <laughs> the lights are always off. And I see the rat running around into a hole. Scampering. No, I, I don't know what that is. I, maybe it's probably just my friend group. Or, but when I'm out and about, I'm at the mall. Well, I must see kids at the mall, must, teens at the mall. Yeah. It feels like a weird, like, you never see teens working at, like, fast food places here. Mm, sure. Is that true? Or am I making that up? I, I mean, I'm like, how often do I go into a fast food place? Well, that's you a know? good question. I went to see, speaking of movies, I saw Insidious, colon, The Red Door, the newest <laughs> Insidious movie, and there were a ton of teens there. Oh, interesting. That fun. Horror movies are, yes, they're PG-13 teen. horror yeah, movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How was the movie? Um, it was, I, it, I have not seen any of the Insidious movies, Okay, so I'm coming in on number five, I think, <laughs> number five or six, like it's, it's a franchise that has been going for a while, but I had a good time because the teens were so into it. Like the teens right. behind me as like a scary thing is about to happen, <laughs> you could hear them going, oh, 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 no. And that, I, I was laughing. And I then was, are they shrieking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, like a, a guy, a little man comes out and starts crawling around on the floor or whatever, and they scream. And it's <laughs> it's, it's as fun as a movie like that can be. Right. Yeah. You need, to, for a horror movie, for everyone to be scared to death. Otherwise, it's just kind of a mm-hmm. weird, confusing experience. Yeah. Or if it's if it's funny, but then you're like, how much of a horror movie is it right. at, then at that point? You're too comfortable. Um, I try to get to that place where I'm, I'm laughing and having a good time. Because when I'm just scared, I, I do have that thought of like, what what am I what am I doing? <laughs> like, this isn't... I'm, I paid to... Because some people like that, right, I've right. been told. It's never been a, a pleasant experience for you me. You don't like to be scared. No. See, but if I go to a horror movie, and this is my entire experience at this point with horror movies, I'm never scared. And so I'm like, this, and horror movies are fine, like mm-hmm. at best usually, and yeah. often bad. Uh-huh. So if I'm not scared, I'm now just watching a fine movie. Right, right. That, like occasionally a weird looking creature is in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I need to get back to a place of pure horror. Okay. Just leaving yes. the theater and... <laughs> Uh-huh. terror but i feel like the only things that really scare me now are based on a true story mm, okay because then the threat is real right like even now if i watch zodiac yeah i you know at night i'm scared to death mm-hmm. he's still out there he's still out there he's as active as ever mm-hmm. and listen i've <laughs> i've met john carroll lynch who plays the oh he the, is the alleged possible yeah probably zodiac the probable zodiac killer and I'll, and i'll tell you i've met him so that means he's out there too <laughs> And he might get some ideas. <laughs> he's he's done his research. So <laughs> how was he as a person? Lovely, a lovely man. I don't know that I could see past the Zodiac at this point. 
Well, you know, have you, yeah, I mean, like, are the other roles uh, apparent to you, or are they just not strong enough? Because he's in Fargo. He, he is, oh, he's great. He's, he's the sweet, husband. In, he's a sweet, he's sweet so, man But that was pre-Zodiac. Yes. So I can see before he's, the killing began. Yeah, yeah, so it's, all movies are a chronological timeline of his life. <laughs> um Right. He's also, I think he plays a creepy clown in American Horror Story, so that doesn't oh, help. Okay. Never seen a moment of American Horror Me Story. Neither. Me neither. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm I'm just aware of his of his filmography because he was helping out on a live show I used to do where I would have actors come by and I would create a game show around their filmography. Oh, incredible. So I'd have like people from the audience come up right and i'd have these questions and i'd have like a panel of of actors what a great idea for a game thank you yeah it was uh and he he's been in so much stuff that it was a lot of fun he was in bubble boy remember bubble boy (laughs) who was the star of bubble boy jake gyllenhaal (laughs) what from zodiac wow that's where they met yeah, they, you know, one of them gave the other a leg up in, in the casting say, process. We're trying, you know, Jake, we're trying to cast the guy who was probably the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Do you have anybody in mind? He's like, well, you know, there was this actor from a little movie called Bubble Boy. You've seen Bubble Boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean from you, John Carroll Lynch, of course, from Bubble Boy. You know, we were curious if you still talk to him. No, he seems like someone who's probably very funny. I feel like he does a lot of comedy. John and, Carroll Lynch? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he also, he played Drew Carey's brother in the Drew Carey Show. Wow, So he's, he's got around. like three camera sitcom chops, too. Wow. Yeah. And yet I can't see past Zodiac, and so it's on me. It is this on is you. This is my problem. We're, we're discovering that I'm the problem. That's fine. Have That's him, fine. Have him on the show. John? If you're listening? I need to look past the Zodiac, and there's only one way I can do it. <laughs> You've got to be in my backyard. I'll feel threatened the entire time. <laughs> Joe, I always feel like I'm missing one letter uh, in your last name when I say it. That's by design. You don't want that C in there. The C does nothing. The C is silent. What, where is this last name from? Uh, Poland. Poland oh, would be the mother okay. country. I feel like we have bad last names. Yeah. Tough to... Yeah, I mean, consonants. Yeah. A lot of consonants coming out of Poland. Um, and, you know, I am a perfect example of that. Quizala. I don't think it's as difficult as you would expect. Right. Looking at it. Because I think when people look at it, it's a combination of letters that are unfamiliar, which right, immediately right. throws you off. But then if you, okay, you start off, you're like K-W-A. That, al- that by itself is it. fine, right? Qua. Easy, <laughs> right? And then the C and the Z is where people are like... All hell breaks loose. I don't know. And I get it because should you pronounce a C? Right. Is it like czar? Oh, which it is like Czar. Uh-huh. It's exactly like Czar. But if you're also, if you happen to be attuned to Polish, you would go. Maybe that should be a, a ch, like oh, like interesting, Czech, like Czech right, Republic, right. or um, and then you're also. Is it like? Do you stop in between the C and the Z? Do you go quack? And Zala, continue. It's too much. It's yeah. Way too much. I mean, for a long... I've known you for a while, and I knew of you before, and yeah. I feel like any time I've ever had to say your last name, I just kind of speed through it and mumble it and hope yeah. that uh, nobody calls me on it. And the thing is, I'm never offended, because I understand. That's how I feel with my last name, but people are very sensitive about last names. They are, and I, I try to be, for other people knowing the struggle mm-hmm. but yours is really like you have to know because it looks like vinegar mm-hmm. it's not but it also starts with wine yes and it's not wine gar as the we're dipping with the e mm-hmm. 
it's so, the the I and the E could could go a lot of ways. Those are versatile mm-hmm. letters, so it could be, yeah, because R and ER at the end, uh-huh. and then wine and win in the beginning. <laughs> you've got a number of combinations there already. It's a trap. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like it is the the pronunciation is the absolute last possibility that people would think of. I think I probably thought Weiniger. Oh, at you did. First. Yeah. Well, but you're coming from a you. Uh, grew up with a challenging last name. You know, kind of the field. I'm not always coming at it from <laughs> from the the main road. You know, I'm driving. Thinking... I'm backing up into the alley. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, now I mean, hopefully the word spreads about both of our last names. Telemarketers will be thrilled. Did you have trouble with that when you were growing up? People calling and saying oh, your yeah. last name bad. Oh yeah. Also, I mean, the the head of the household, my father, his name is Emil. Emil Kwasala. E-M-I-L. Is that Polish? And yeah, that is Polish. Okay. Uh, his father's name was, was Emil as well. But most people would see that name and not pronounce it Emil. Right. And, I, and even people who have that name would maybe pronounce it Emil. <laughs> right. I would say Emil or Amal. Or Emil? Yeah. Emil, like almost like Emily, but sure. you stop short. Right. And so he and my mom's name is Mary Pat which is normal, except people used to call her Mary growing up, which she was like, that's not my name. Uh So she combined her name into one name, M-A-R-I. Maripet? P-A-T, so it looks like (laughs) Maripet. That's a great name. (laughs) So both my parents had extremely (laughs) difficult first names, Mm -hmm. and they knew they were saddling me with a, a bad one for the last name, and that is why I'm named Joe. Wow. Do you have siblings? John. Wow. They really went for it with the straightforward. They understood wow, the struggle. Wow, good for them. Yeah. They were just like, we're not going to saddle <laughs> these kids with the bird. They already will have enough with a last name. Maripat is <laughs> yeah. such a, a beautiful, elegant name. Yeah, I know. And uh, she did it long <laughs> enough ago that like she didn't have to talk to the government to change her name oh wow so it's that's just what it is on every official document but that was that's not on her birth certificate interesting it's like mary patricia on her birth certificate. so there was a while that you could just get in there and change your name willy-nilly nobody's, nobody's paying attention <laughs> they're just like sure fine now you have to get an attorney yeah it's like, you know, a whole process there, you've got to go is. through that's, i've i for friends of mine who have chosen to change their names after marriage they've told me like oh yeah it sucks yeah i feel like not easy after marriage at this point don't put yourself through it grow up maybe grow up <laughs> Uh, fairy tale endings are a lie <laughs> but like what yeah kind of what is the point i mean i guess if you want to do it in, in the sake of like family unity i guess right yeah so oh, that yeah. you can be the but then i think both parties should have to just settle on a different word hybrid or just a, completely I mean, brand new to the names <laughs> it should be completely unfamiliar to both parties they just have to find a word that is now their last name mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it, it's difficult for everybody involved. <laughs> everybody has to change it, and they've chosen a random word, like refrigerator, <laughs> I'm assuming is the kind of nomenclature you're going for. Yeah, I, uh, and then, you know, you lose friends, family's confused. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more last names that were just objects. Oh, I love an object Chad last name. Chad Table, for example. <laughs> Wouldn't you love that? <laughs> Guy last name. There, there must be again. Going back to the odds of how many people exist in the world, someone's last name must be Table. Certainly, I. I mean, the rule is if is if you've ever thought it, it's happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Table is 
certainly a last name somewhere. Like, Maybe a pro wrestler or something. They well, picked that as their they name. They picked it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's good, but I would understand why. But I mean, like, it's our family name. Right. They've got Table. a history yeah. headed back into who knows where. Table feels like a French word. Table. Yeah, maybe it comes from table. (laughs) Table. (laughs) That must be a French last name originally, and they invented Mm -hmm. the table. Well, there's the famous knight, Sir Latov. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Joe's unfortunately leaving the podcast. I am. I'm riffing my way out of here. You do know the jacuzzi was invented by the jacuzzis. That's a real thing. Did you know broccoli is is from the broccolis? This is up for debate, I think. Oh, is it? Because I've heard that the people who run the James Bond franchise are broccolis. Are the broccolis. And they are also the broccolis of broccoli, I have been told. Which seems crazy. Seems too good to be true. (laughs) There is no way that family invented broccoli. And James Bond. And James Bond. You can only do one or the other. (laughs) Broccoli is kind of the James Bond of the vegetable family. Uh, I I don't believe that's true. I'm here to to dispel okay. the myth. Well, it's been it's yeah. It's it, that information is out there, and now I feel like a fool <laughs> for having believed it. But yeah, I mean, broccoli also is still a funny last name. Oh, it's an incredible last it. name. It shouldn't be a last name. No, no. I mean, which and if we are to believe any of what we've heard, it originated as a last name, right? So somebody did probably originally say that green thing is broccoli, mm-hmm. like me. Yes, like me. But they said the person whose last name was like, this is like me. For now, it is broccoli. <laughs> Annalise, have you gotten any information? I mean, I'm reading an article that's all about essentially how they're, they claim that the vegetable was named after them. Right. So <laughs> that simply isn't true. It sounds I mean, like they assume. Like, well, it was pro- <laughs> we're a ego family. <laughs> Certainly, someone was inspired by our family story and... I mean, there's a long, there's, there's so much going on here about <laughs> just like defining like the word broccoli, what it comes from, the Italian plural of broccolo, which means the flowering crust of a cabbage. Okay. There's a lot happening here. So all I can say is they claim it to be true. All right. Oh, which wow. leads us to believe likely a ruse. You can't buy everything. <laughs> Broccoli nice family. Broccoli family. And I think it's just the vegetable and it has nothing to do with your family. Especially if we just kind of confirm that it came from an Italian word uh, describing broccoli. (laughs) Exactly. There's something very fishy about the whole thing. Uh, I can't even think of a way in for them. No, I'm not letting them have it. All right. They can have James Bond. You're on notice, (laughs) Broccoli. Broccoli family, let it be known now and forever. (laughs) Broccoli family, if you want me to see past this, there's only one way. Be on the podcast. Be on the pod. Come come with John Carroll Lynch. <laughs> and, and Mrs. Broccoli. And Miss, yeah. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? A, a real meeting of the minds. <laughs> a true meeting of the minds. Uh, Joe. Yes. Oh, Joe. Oh, my goodness. I was so excited to have you here today. I thought, Joe is wonderful. We get along so well. He's so nice. funny. He's going to come on the podcast. We'll chat for a while. Who mm-hmm. knows what we'll talk about, but we'll, it'll be a good time. Yes, and certainly no vegetables will certainly. come up. That would be weird. <laughs> we will not talk about a dark green vegetable, which is the type you need to eat. Mm-hmm. You need the dark greens. That's what, I, that's what they, they tell you. So, you know, I was getting ready today, getting my drink, whatever, to for the sweltering heat. I see you coming up the driveway. Mm-hmm. Here comes Joe. Trotting along. Trotting is the only word we can use. <laughs> Prancing would be too light. It was a trot. No, there was a there was a weight on my foot. There was that, a clip clop. Yeah, a, a clopping, a, a trotting. <laughs> yeah, maybe even plodding. But yeah, all all those would would fit given my gait. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, so I was, uh, you know, I was a little shocked. Uh, the podcast is called I Said No Gifts. You knew that. Huh. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, mm, I don't know that I did. <laughs> I'm here because my car broke down. You That's why this was, I was a sports betting podcast. Yeah, you know, I came to be uh, a draft king <laughs> with you. Uh, start our royal kingdom. <laughs> a draft kingdom, I thought, was uh, in our future. And I thought to celebrate such an occasion, yeah, I would, I would bring something for you. I didn't think it would be like a problem. Oh, interesting. So this is purely ignorance. I mean, I don't love being called ignorant, but the we can shoe use fits. the word "stupid" if you'd like. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use "stupid." I, you know, I haven't heard the the word "ignoramus" in a while. <laughs> we love that, word. and so I actually let's let's go with that because I <laughs> would love to wear that crown. Noted ignoramus, <laughs> Joe Quazala. Yeah, I brought well, a gift. I brought a gift. You brought a gift. So sue me. It's so on the me. table. Yeah, and I'm I'm. Sliding over. You're sliding it if over. If we were in a spy movie, I'd be facing forward. <laughs> Did you bring I'd be it? Doing something else, and I would just slowly, with my hand, while I maintain my gaze forward, I would slide it to you. We're on a park bench. Yes, exactly. Both it's a staring at the Capitol building, mm-hmm, which that's not conspicuous. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> we're taking in the majesty of, of the Capitol, of our nation's <laughs> capital, uh, and uh, and a trade off is made. It has happened. Well. We're here. We're putting our feelings aside. Should I open it here on the podcast? I, you know, I came all this way. You did come all this way in the heat. And it's it's boiling. It's boiling. My knees are sweating. Okay, I'm opening the gift. It's in like a little uh, jewelry box or mm-hmm. something. We're opening. Oh, <laughs> it actually is. It, it a is jewelry. Piece of jewelry, which is an actual shock. What? It's a. <laughs> it's a gold, gorgeous gold chain necklace with mm-hmm. some uh, kind of be- bedazzled or bejeweled praying hands. Prayer on hands, it. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> clasping together as one is the pendant. <laughs> upon the gold chain and uh you know it made me think of you it made me think of you where did this come from this well you know uh i, I was do i give a real answer or a fake I, one? i'm happy to know do you want i'm happy to know uh, either this, way this was um for a shoot okay a video shoot we needed a, a little bit of uh jewelry a little flash and dash uh-huh and I can't say I remember. I remember how it, how it came into my possession, but <laughs> we definitely thought it was funny. And then, you know, as as it will happen after a shoot, you hold on to a thing, right? And I was instructed to listen, or was I instructed? Anyway, <laughs> I wanted personally of my own volition to put. Uh, my gift into a box that could be revealed. Sure, and that was already in a box. It's ideal. It was on my dresser, and I and I thought, what a beautiful reveal to take off the little top and to reveal uh, a Christian gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> this was sitting on your dresser. Mm-hmm. And how long ago did you make the video? Must have been late 2020. And has this been on the dresser that entire time? It has gone from dresser to dresser. <laughs> it must have, because I have a new dresser okay. that was not around back then. So, but 
for the most part, yeah. It's almost like it stayed and the dresser changed <laughs> underneath it. This feels like something that would be thrown to the bottom of the closet. <laughs> you see, it's something that would be thrown to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> well, as you're Titanic. revisiting the, yes. <laughs> you know, your memories on the aboard the Titanic. Uh, no, it stayed on top. I don't know. Listen. I don't know why, and I'm so glad it did because right, I I needed I, and when I when I needed it, it was there. And was the video you were making? You had an initial batch of videos that was like thirty ish, thirty one, and then there were like twenty. And then videos. I did twenty one. The idea was I had turned thirty one, and I was going to make thirty one videos. Caught thirty one for thirty one, uh-huh. as though it's one better than thirty for thirty, right, which right. I don't think anyone ever thought. <laughs> Everyone just called it thirty for thirty. <laughs> failure of branding (laughs) and i will take that on uh my back and then we wanted to do it again and we were like what about 20 for 2020 that is a good that is a good ring for it remember the year but then production was delayed and we're like well as long as we get it in before 2020 is over Uh and hopefully nothing uh will happen that will prevent (laughs) us uh, with our production schedule happening in march 2020 uh and so then we had to delay it and then we had to rethink the brand, the branding of it. And I was like, it's going to be 2021. Call it 21 for 21. <laughs> well, for the listener, I'm going to describe this because you released all of the, the two series of videos on mm-hmm. the same day. Yes. And it was like 30 videos were suddenly on the internet, which yes. at this point, like there are like 50 makeup tutorials an hour. So it's not like <laughs> that number doesn't seem that crazy, but what, is interesting is they're all good oh, thank it's you. not wow. garbage it's shocking thank you no i mean that was by design that was our hope you know is to you know and and you and i could make 30 videos on, on our phones right now but we wanted them to look like they could be on tv right you know and so i collaborate with a guy named daniel clark we had benefited from what i would call the 2015 mad rush for online comedy oh, there was right, a right. time when like funny or die there was money yes there was IFC. at some point weirdly money for we, the we internet we were getting a small but enough amount of money to make videos online and that was really exciting and so we di- we did that but that well dried up and then we found ourselves like two or three years later, having made nothing because we just kept pitching to these companies <laughs> right. that would be gone. They were closing down yeah. while you were in their offices. Yes, they were asking us to hold. Unfortunately, Jash is no longer. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. All. All. CISO. Jash. <laughs> I mean, it was pre-Quibi, but it, Quibi would have fit in. Quibi felt fit there. into that. Like, when you were there for their two months of being open, they were like, bring us any idea. Even if you don't like it, bring it. We'll pay for it. And I had done something in years past that started out as a joke on myself that ended up benefiting me, which was that when I would be home for the holidays, I, I would pick one day and I would tweet 300 times in one day. And I did it at first... <laughs> saying like how many people will unfollow me like (laughs) how much of a disaster could this be wouldn't that be funny but i did approach it as like each tweet was a legit joke right right and i ended up gaining followers Uh and getting some attention and i realized that oh i it was a stunt and i kind of created a day-long stunt that if anyone logged on twitter and they didn't even know that i was doing it they were going to see a joke that I tweeted right. just because they logged on at because any you're point during the day. Because yes, I'm spamming the website. And I was like, how do you elevate that? 
Uh, and it's like, well, we haven't made any videos in a long time. We need to make up on lost time. This day long stunt will, I, I know will work. And then also I had had a, uh, how do I describe this meeting with a manager? Cursed <laughs> meeting with a manager who I thought was meeting with me to sign me and basically just said, you know, make stuff. <laughs> I've you had, ever, uh, I've got had that? that. I had one where she said, you got to get on Snapchat. It's all bullshit, but you got to do it. I was like, but you're just telling me to create garbage. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. So I had been told by, by someone who I was uh, not pleased with, to just, you know, make stuff. And so there was an evil part of my brain that was like, oh, I'll make stuff. You want to see some stuff? Yeah, I'll make 31 Here comes stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, and so all, all those things kind of combined into that project, which, you know, for, I would say for the most part was successful. It did Extremely successful. It did what I wanted it to do. Right, right. You know? It's so impressive. And how long did it take to make the initial 30? Give or take a year wild yeah do you wear jewelry uh no no jewelry i used to wear a ring and a chain necklace when i was a kid and a watch uh not like a gaudy watch but like just a cheap watch i liked having accessories as a kid maybe because i it made me feel like a cartoon character or something like i wear the same thing every day um but at a certain point i i fully went the other way where it was just like i'm not no nothing i don't nothing I don't, at all i don't need that it was yeah. a chain gold or silver chain silver necklace. thin it's an interesting thing that uh you know you, you don't see like you'll have a friend and then you see them at the pool or whatever and if they're wearing a necklace i'm speaking about men yeah like usually the necklace changes the chain is like oh there's a new dimension to your personality mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i never even considered yeah right no it almost it almost feels like they should be at a card table and like a smoke in the back room of like a, a smoky Italian restaurant. Like right. that's, it gives me that vibe of just like, there's also a masculine thing about a, a chain. Oh yeah. It, there's uh, a masculine just divorced thing. <laughs> yes. Where it's like you're meeting people in like uh, hotel hot tubs or whatever. That's mm-hmm. the feeling I always get from a chain yeah, necklace. Right. And I feel like I mostly see a gold chain. Gold chain. Sure. And sometimes you see that cross and you're like, Huh. And there's another dimension. All right. <laughs> and you wonder, is it just because uh, that's what was on it? Or is that meaningful? Because <laughs> I, I honestly feel like, I don't know. I, I When I was younger and the, the chains were out, I didn't have a cross. I think I was given a cross for my confirmation mm-hmm. as a Catholic boy. Um, but I never wore it. But you just see like a cross and I would never register it as like, oh, this is christian propaganda (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's kind of now transcends in a a way where it's more of just like it can be a kind of gothic symbol or Mm -hmm. something you don't know but but i think now if i saw it i would be like interesting (laughs) also i feel like the chains are under the shirt now oh yeah that's why the pool is the reveal surprise yeah that's why you've got to get all of your friends in the pool You've got to invite them, push them to do it. Because you don't know what they're hiding. Yes. You don't know what's going on underneath the shirt, and that's, you got to see. Anytime you see your friends, any place, suggest, why don't we hop in the pool? Let's go to the pool. <laughs> Let's go to the public pool. Why don't we ever go to the pool together? <laughs> um, I don't, uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> Let's ditch this restaurant. We don't need to watch the rest not, of this movie. Not hungry anymore. <laughs> Throw your fork down. I'm craving a pool. Let's go to the pool. Come what on. was the ring you were wearing as a kid? I would wear, and I usually be like the type of ring you would get on vacation, if that makes sense. Oh, sure, right. <laughs> and it would just be like a nondescript, 
like it wouldn't be god i don't know exactly what material maybe it's like ceramic almost oh, if ceramic. that makes sense. like a glossy ceramic mm-hmm. kind of thing cuz it wouldn't be like metallic it would but it wouldn't be like rubbery i don't know i just remember having not quite a mood ring but not far from it interesting yeah i remember having that and i remember uh fiddling with it once and it fell on the ground <laughs> and did it shatter it shattered <laughs> yeah that doesn't seem like the material that a ring should that's, be yeah i mean that's the ring of a of a prince who never moves you know <laughs> exactly doesn't it's worry delicate. About, it's yes. delicate and i did not treat it with with the delicacy that, that it needed what a shame yeah I, what I age was, were you wearing the sand Around 10, 10. Give or, give that or feels, take. 10 to 12 feels like you're experimenting with looks. That, Who am I? Yes. What is my identity? Who will I become? Am I a fedora? <laughs> no. The answer is usually no. It's never. Well, not, yes. not at that age. <laughs> Definitely not. That's a real bad age to be in a fedora. That I actually think that's probably the worst age of all to be. Because you're... You're just not tall enough. I think <laughs> it's part of it, right? A fedora looks best on someone who is tall and wearing like a trench coat. Right. And it's black and white. And it's 1945. <laughs> yes, exactly. And someone's meeting with a dame. Been killed. Yeah. Yes. A d- yeah. There's a, a femme fatale who is in the, in the picture. But yeah, no, uh, someone who is a tween wearing a fedora and you know a vest. Like, there's no way a vest isn't a part of the ensemble. And. Yeah, and and be, thinking of the era, I guess it could happen now. But in, in my opinion, and it comes with very thin glasses, like <laughs> thin rectangles, glasses. like 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 they're as as big as a large large Lego, like they're <laughs> in the same dimensions, and they are. That felt like well, as a society, from about two thousand five to two thousand eight, mm-hmm. we kind of went through that as people thought that looked good on their face. I had a pair. I had a pair, had and it makes you look scary. <laughs> it looks strange. It's unsettling. I um, a few years ago, I had lost a pair of, I had lost two pairs of glasses in a row, mm-hmm. and so my backup pair were those, Oof. like from two cycles of fashion ago, <laughs> and it was really funny. Like it, it and you, it makes those things. It makes you wonder, like. What was I thinking? Like barely covering your eye. <laughs> yes. It looks like you're in charge of the computers at a college library or something. <laughs> it's not a good look. No. But you should hold on to them because they will come back. You know, we try yeah, somebody a few people were trying to bring back the tiny sunglasses and I think they might still and it mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really resisted that. Yeah, like the circles, like the matrixy. Yeah, the oh, circles wait. or the matrix. They're like yeah. small. Yes, yes, yes. Well, because I mean, I'm excited to see if um, Oakleys will come back. I think they. I mean, we're. I think they are it's in happening. a resurgence. Yes, I feel it's like happening. Oakley is coming back. Buy Oakley. Oh, Oakley stock. Oakley is. Oh, I thought you said buy like by like oh. Oakley is leading the charge. But you meant buy Oakley like let's put our investments in Oakley because you've got to invest in Oakley because <laughs> you simply must. I'm curious if the resurgence will be a new brand. Oh, interesting. Like inspired by Oakley, or if Oakley's just like we've lost our cultural capital. Mm-hmm. There's no going back. We need a new name for a new generation, no baggage, and we can we can bring this style. <laughs> As though they can't change the style of right. sunglasses. They're just like, that's <laughs> what it has to be. These have to wrap around your head. <laughs> no, they're they're coming back. Oakley is not gonna change their name. Cool people are I think 
people much cooler than us mm-hmm. are probably already wearing Oakleys. And too young to, to, to know the baggage. Right. These teens I'm never seeing. Mm-hmm. They're, They're out in there their Oakleys, wearing Oakleys. On their rollerblades, <laughs> doing whatever they want. Damn. Unfortunately, that era is screaming back at us. We've got, and it's just are not the, for me. Are the tips being oh. frosted? Um, oh, I thought Annalise was about to say, oh, Oakleys are back. I was like, oh, <laughs> so it's a fact on the internet. <laughs> mm. Okay, I'm, I apologize I a, to everyone. I have a, I have a report. <laughs> Oakleys not only are back, but they have they have purchased Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is now Oakley. And I don't, I, I take Oakley no pleasure Prime in this. Yeah. Streaming on Oakley Freebie. I mean, there's an idea, put the... Put the content right in the sunglasses. There we go. Put them on, wrap them around. I mean, we're, we're headed there again. I feel like we're putting technology back in glasses, which I thought the lesson was learned. Who did that? Well, there was Google Glass. The Google Glass was, yeah, the, the big flop. Right, but immediate flop. Someone recently was like, uh, we're doing it. And everyone's like, that is Google Glass, oh. you fool. But they were like, no, 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 this time it'll it's, work. It's different. I think Facebook may have tried. I think it was Meta, yeah. Yeah, because they have released thousands of electronics that no one's ever heard of and just let them <laughs> die on the market, you know? Because like, they can afford to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, a total of three people will own them, and they're all, <laughs> in, like, family members of the company. Right. And they're probably very expensive. Yeah. And what is the hope for those? Is it to... That one will, by random chance, hit, and then it will... Start a new but the revolution. the technology itself, it's like, so I can always be looking at the internet? <laughs> I wonder if there is a Terminator aspect to it, in the sense of, like, there's Bridger. This is his body temperature. Gives me, yeah, These exactly. are his weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, so I can destroy you, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, I, I guess if someone is watching TV in your home, mm-hmm. and you're in the room, and you don't want to leave the room, you can just... <laughs> Sit back, jaw open, turn a screw on your glasses, and then you get to watch the thing you wanted to watch without the burden of having to go somewhere else or talk to another person about some sort of compromise. Yeah, or engage in some uh, shared yeah. activity. And I think, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what the what, what the new generation and our generation kind of wants is demanding. It is just getting to have what you want without having to. Uh, have any conversation or contact with anybody else. Yeah, no compromising. It's Postmates for your eyes. Your face. <laughs> Postmates for, for TV in the sense of I just, I'm going to stop describing it because I don't because like Because you're, coming, thinking you're about getting it. onto a really good idea. Yeah, and I don't want to give it away. Don't want to give it away. People are listening for new tech ideas on this podcast. Well, that's how you started this conversation. Is <laughs> you asked me what's new in tech, and I blew it. I tried to act like I didn't know, but I knew but the whole time. We circled time. back and we got the info, we got the <laughs> scoop. Welcome to Gizmodo. Uh, Taku. What's <laughs> video games, I think. Yeah, we've got the tech websites. I've famously, at this point, have no websites to go to anymore. I'm begging for new websites to go to. I think they're all shot. What are you looking for in a website? Just a comfort, like, you know, uh, <laughs> new things, but like that aren't too you stressful. You want like a feed of like kind news of... and like essay, uh, maybe an interview? Like, is that. I want it to be written by people. Okay, great. I want it to be, I, I don't want a headline that says, this happened because of course it did, or because internet. 
Mm. We have every website still in the year 2023 is using that sort of headline. Yeah. And that sends me into a day-long rage. There was a there's a, a funny character in Insidious the Red Door who said the interwebs and I could oh, not I could, be I could not believe it. I was <laughs> I, I I almost like clutched my chest and we fell to the floor. We were tired of that in 2007. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really it's it's it makes you really think about your life now and what people know and what the things that you took for granted what in what context i want to, i want you to have to say this sentence aloud if you can remember remotely what the character yeah. said so i mean this character is the is a new character of the franchise okay. i imagine um because it's uh one of the main characters is going to college and this is their new roommate okay, okay. and this character is quippy and saying things has has a you know has an attitude and uh, saying that they're gonna do all sorts of goofy stuff <laughs> and like uh, kind of has a little bit of internet speak in the <laughs> vernacular and just at one point says like yeah okay bro I'll look it up on the interwebs oh like something like something oh. like that you know I'm leaving the theater yeah I mean I I get a sick pleasure out of it. <laughs> Like, I, I will clutch my girlfriend's arm and look at her and go, <gasps> wow. Shocking. Because when something like that happens, it's, it's, it is shocking in a way that I almost derive a sick pleasure from. Right, because you think of, of the uh, amount of hoops that were jumped through to get to the screen. Enough adults looked at that word and said, we're going with this one. And you just, you don't think it's possible anymore. It you know, is. you gotta you gotta believe in the impossible, and that's <laughs> a character in Insidious: The Red Door saying interwebs, and Reason it inspired me. Yeah, the interwebs. I think we should play a game. Oh my goodness, I love games. We're gonna play, Annalise. I think it's Giftmaster this time. I'm trying to be better about doing every other game, and I fail constantly. But we're gonna try. I need a number between one and ten from you. Excellent. I'm gonna say nine. Um, okay, I have to do some light calculating right now. You can. Did I go too high? <laughs> <laughs> no, nine. Nine is great. Okay, great. I said one and ten. You did. You didn't say one. That's too low. That doesn't work. Sure, eh, it might work. I don't know how this anything works. And but, I would also guess. And I and listen. Am I trying to be contrarian? I bet a lot of people would say seven. A reader just, or a reader, a listener mm-hmm. just wrote in and uh, said that they had noticed eight is like hmm. the most popular number. Interesting. And I didn't look into it. I just trust the listener take, inherently. Yeah, take their uh, word for it. Send me whatever you want. I will believe it. Uh-huh. But apparently eight. Seven, eight. I do think, is probably a close second. Seven, I think, is... Let's rank the numbers one through ten. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm willing to do that. One is eight. Two, seven. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think that is also a, a, a like magician trick of like, you ask someone one through ten... Odds are people go for seven mm-hmm. more Just often than not. Thinking about humanity and how people think. I'm always trying to know the magician's secrets. <laughs> Take <laughs> that mask you've off. I've never been trapped by a musician <laughs> or a magician. I'm Either. <laughs> musician or magician. I'm starting to say things wrong because I am so unbelievably hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's warm out here. I am fading so quickly. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're going to nine. And we're going to play the game. The number is 9. I have to do some light calculating. So right now you can recommend something, promote something. Oh, great. You've Lovely. got the mic. I'll be right oh, back. Oh, excellent. So, uh I have a album of sketches and funny songs coming out that is going to be called Funny Songs and Sketches. I think when this is released it will not be out yet but if you want to know when that comes out you can follow me on instagram and tiktok joe kwa j-o-e-k-w-a or on twitter joe k joe k 
and you will know when that comes out. You can also check out on YouTube my special, which is in the process of being renamed because I guess somebody else had the name I had for my special. And I think we are going to be calling it Recommended Based on Your Search History. So that might be difficult <laughs> to search in YouTube. But if you search my name, Joe Quazala, K-W-A... C-Z-A-L-A, and then Helium, because it's out on the Helium Comedy Studios YouTube page, you will find my full special, whatever it's being called when this is released. And you can check that out. I'm very proud of it. It's about 30 minutes of stand-up, and I'm wearing a corduroy jacket. And if that's not enough to sell you, I don't know what else you freaks want. Beautiful. Thank you for Listener, the opportunity. I, wasn't, I could barely hear. I was focusing on my calculating, but you can trust Joe. You can trust Joe. Go find it. You know how to use the internet. And also the, the aforementioned videos are, are will be on those places that I mentioned. Yes, of course. I'm trying to think if there's anything I can recommend. I have nothing to recommend right now. Mm. Uh, support our SAG and WGA yes, members. Yes, absolutely. And... Go out and do that. And anyone's allowed on the picket line. I don't know if people know that. Right. Anybody can show up, get a sign. It, all are welcome. And... Uh, Walk around and uh, meet some nice people. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. See some, see some stars. Don't get in their grill, but like for real, you yeah, want to pick a line. Pass you might... by and make weird eye contact. Yeah, see somebody, and then you can tell your friends later. You can make that a game. I love, uh, I love a celebrity sighting guessing game. Oh, interesting. The last celebrity. I... Well, wait, how does the guessing game work? It's uh, I saw somebody, and then you do yes or no questions. You oh. know, you just saw somebody recently. Do you want to do it? Will that take up too much time? It's not going to take up too much time. Should we play it? We're going to play it after this game, okay, but great, let's great. circle back to the game because, it. It, well, I won't even say anything about okay, the celebrity. Great, great, great. Um, this is how we're going to play this game, which also involves celebrities. This is a celebrity culture podcast. <laughs> why, why weren't we talking about celebrities the whole time? That's what I came. I mean, we talked about John Carroll Lynch. Well, we talked about Grimes. <laughs> Actually, it is a celebrity podcast. Uh, this is how we play Gift Master. There are... I'm going to name three celebrities. Great. I'm going to name three gifts, three things you can give away. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me which celebrity you would give which gift Mm. and why. Mm -hmm. Excellent. That makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Okay, so these are the gifts. This first one is from a listener named William who suggested uh, a sexless marriage. So that's a gift you'll be giving away. Can I ask a follow-up? Of course. Is it they have to have a sexless marriage or is it a sexless marriage with me? (laughs) (laughs) It's up to you. Okay, interesting. I'm just giving you those three words that William wrote in and submitted. Uh, Giving you the gift of a sexless marriage with me. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. Uh, Number two is a chance encounter with an old friend. Okay. That's a nice gift. Number three is an induction range. Do you know what that is? No. That's kind of a, you know, a lot of stovetops are gas-powered, some Mm. are electric. Mm. I think this is kind of the future of a stovetop that's like one of those ones that's flat. Okay. And you turn it on and it's just hot somehow. Okay. I may be wrong. I don't work in the appliance industry. It's just on the dock. We Got don't, it. The dock is mysterious. <laughs> You'll be giving it to these, uh, these celebrities. Number one, Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. We love. Mm-hmm. Number two, James Corden. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything to say there. Me either. Number three, Orlando Bloom. Ooh. Okay. All right. First, mm, first things first, nothing against Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. I would guess, I mean, this is a guy who almost immediately went from being not famous to being in two gigantic franchises, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean right. at the pretty much same time. He was swashbuckling. He was, yeah, he was 
elfin out. I believe he was an elf. He was an in elf. Lord of the Rings, and he was yeah, he was buckling some swash. Some guy in yeah <laughs> in pirates, but you know a, a part of it. So what I mean to say is also extremely pretty man, maybe too pretty for this world, and extremely famous suddenly. Yes, I would guess Orlando Bloom had more sex than anyone will ever need <laughs> in several lifetimes. I hope he did. I hope so too. That was his moment. And I would guess I would guess absolutely. So I think we can give a sexless marriage to Orlando Bloom because I don't <laughs> think it will hurt him and maybe that's what he wants. He's <laughs> Uh, to quote Rivers Cuomo, tired, tired of having of sex. sex. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let Orlando um, not bloom, but rather uh, <laughs> keep it in. Shrivel on the vine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's <laughs> I'm exactly so sorry. it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Orlando Bloom gets the sexless marriage. Now okay. we've got Angelica Houston and James Corden. Yes. And we are giving away a close, uh, oh, an encounter with an old friend mm-hmm. and an induction range. Yes. Um, Angelica Houston has lived a very interesting life. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father, John Houston, very famous Hollywood royalty. Yeah, director. Uh, you know, she has. You know, she was with Jack Nicholson for a time. She was the Grand Witch in the Witches. And the witches, and then you know, she kind of f- having a, a great film career. Uh, Preezy's Honor. She won the Academy Award, and then many other films. She also then fell into like the Wes Anderson world and did great work in in those films what as well. A presence has had a long life. Has met probably a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice someone from maybe early in her career? Uh, or even before she was, I mean, she was probably acting pretty young right. given the family she was born into, but just somebody from a long time ago that she, it just, it takes her to a place, a simpler time maybe, and a, a, a nice time uh, in her life. I want Angelica Houston to have that I encounter. that's lovely. With, with, with an old friend. Has anybody ever called her Ange, do you think? I don't know that that fits for Angelica. Angie, I bet. You think? Yeah, I bet Angie. I, don't, I can't imagine calling her anything she but Angelica. She's so elegant. Yeah. You, you, Say, it, hey, Ange. Yeah. I don't, I don't see her anything but Angelica. <laughs> just, oh, all right. Hey, Angie. That's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, I can see him doing that. Yeah, I guess Jack. Hey, Angie, babe, come on over here. I can't It's really way do more it. disturbing. He called her mine. Oh, as Jack Nicholson called her mine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Jack. She's mine. <laughs> She's no name, but <laughs> mine all mine. I, I never, I do this because I know it's a bad impression. I want the listener to know <laughs> that I don't think that it's good. Um, and then, yeah, James Corden gets the induction uh, range. No further comment. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have an old friend? That's the big question. Does no he comment. have a new friend? <laughs> what does he exist as at this point in time? Who knows? Uh, we wish him well. We wish him nothing but the best. Oh, my good luck yeah, on to On his you. new chapter, his second chapter, and with his induction range. That's a great thing to give to somebody that you just don't want to say anything to or about. I hope you enjoy this. Yeah. Everybody loves these. I've been hearing, I heard it's the future of uh, stovetops. Someone told me that, and you know, I thought of you immediately. It's a tech podcast. It's a celebrity Mm -hmm, podcast. mm -hmm. We do a little bit of everything. For the listener. We've got to play your game now. Oh, yeah. So you saw a celebrity. (laughs) Okay. How many uh, questions do you get to ask? I mean, I guess traditionally it's it's twenty, um, but listeners <laughs> uh, screaming, <laughs> please no, release me. Uh, but you know, you you can get there rather rather quick. Um, male, yes. Actor, yes. White, yes. 
Older than 50. Yes. Uh, known for movies? Mm, not mostly. Okay. In movies, mostly known for television. Yes. Uh, is there one show in particular that this actor is most known for? Yes. Was it a sitcom? No. It was a drama? Yes. Um, was this drama on... Uh, <laughs> was it on network? No. Cable? Yes. HBO? Yes. Okay. I love that we're narrowing down here. Uh, Sopranos? No. Um, was it on in the 2000s, like from 2000 to 2009? No. Okay. Um, Succession? Yes. Was it Alan Ruck? No. Was it... Someone from, okay, so was it Brian Cox? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there were some questions there where I, the, the answers were more complicated than. Sure, uh, yeah, uh, binary, of course. Right, because like he's uh, known for this show, I think, most recently. He's Absolutely. become very Certainly. famous. And I mean, and now most famous for being the voice of McDonald's. Is that true? Yes, and they are weird commercials because he is like just doing it as Brian Cox. And he's just, and he, at the end, he does go, ba da ba 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 what? What is he saying about McDonald's? The new French fries, uh, you know, whatever. Like, How he, did that Just happen? reading copy. I bet it's incredible money. It has to be. If it, it make his Unless he has rate. like a really terrible manager. He's yeah. like, Brian, you just take, take what you can get. Your career's never been worse. <laughs> McDonald's, sure. Uh, what was the context of seeing Brian Cox? Uh, I saw Brian Cox at the Chateau Marmont. Mm. And I was, I'll explain why I was there, because a, I do not want to be there. I, I'm curious. I'm very curious about <laughs> all of it. A friend is a huge fan of Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was okay. her birthday. Got she it. thought this would be kind of the mm-hmm. theme of the birthday. We're all sitting there. He comes in. Of course, literally everyone notices him immediately. Mm-hmm. Seemed to be alone. Okay. It was a very um, Logan Roy energy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, you know... I hope that he is a, a different man, but that's got to be <laughs> somewhere close to the vest. Sure, sure. But yeah, that's who I saw. Ryan. I wonder if the listener got there before you. That's the big question. I want to say I went on a decent clip. Yeah, that was very, I mean. I didn't want to waste the time of the listener. The time, the listener's time is you respect most important to me of all. You came here respecting yeah. my listeners and we love it. Uh, this is the final segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write in mm, mm. to I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They've got questions galore. They're just wondering. They're trying to live their lives and trying to do it the best they can. And so when they write in, I get them back on track. Uh, will you help me answer a question? I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Of course I will. <laughs> I, I actually would really support that right now. And I just sit here quietly <laughs> and answer the question. It's too hot. I'm going, I'm going away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This says... Uh, dearest Bridger and shameful yet sincere guest. Okay, so that's complicated and we're going to deal with it. Uh, my mother's husband is the most uninteresting man in the world. His only interest is in probiotics and other health topics. That's it. Really, nothing else. Please do not ask because I do not know. This man has no hobbies or other interests and my wonderful, though oblivious at times, mother is always pushing me and my siblings to get this guy thoughtful gifts for Christmas and his birthday. He is the most impossible person to buy gifts for. Any idea on what to get this poor guy? Uh, that's from Daniela. Okay, so my mother's husband. I hope that it is her dad, and that's just how she refers to the dad. But we assume this is <laughs> just some uh, guy. Oh, yes, this is, yeah. Some guy. Right, a, a, a stepdad. Stepdad is who has not done it. enough work to be called a stepdad. Sure. He's just boring everybody to the point that he's mom's husband. Doesn't even have a name. Right, yeah. And cold. Cold. Very cold email. This person does not like mother's husband. 
All right. I have, I have some ideas. Oh, interesting. Let's hear. First thought, it is expensive. If you can find an off-brand, it's not too bad. I feel like anyone can use it. Roomba. Oh, and there are a lot of off-brand ones at this point, I, I assume. Robot is the one, I think, that, okay. that we have in our, our home. And you can find them on sale. I th- I th- that one occurred to me because everyone needs to clean their home. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, we don't know what this guy is about. He's maybe not into the process of cleaning. But with a Roomba, you're just pressing a button. Mm-hmm. And even if there is like a, a brief novel moment when you get it, it's like, look at this thing go. And then they never use it again. At least you have that. They have that little spark of joy in their mm-hmm. life. Uh, yeah, that seems like a decent gift. Has anybody ever given a dustpan? <laughs> That feels like in the same category if you're on a real budget. Yes, right. Uh, just a just a, a broom and a dustpan. <laughs> get to work, Cinderella, kind of thing. <laughs> mother's husband is an interesting like stepdad version of Cinderella, where mother's husband is locked away, and all of the evil stepchildren hate him, mm-hmm, and he just mm-hmm. wants to get to the ball. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So he can, yeah. Uh, find animals to skin alive <laughs> and make his uh yeah skin alive what are you talking I about i mean i thought is this, that part of the cinderella story i was taking it to a new place that involved this guy who we hate we hate this guy <laughs> we hate this guy i was also starting to seemingly fold in 101 dalmatians uh all the disney villains can kind of come together but one thing I would say not to get is don't go, don't go the route of the one interest you have, the probiotic, whatever, because right. in my opinion, you get something, they will immediately be like, no, that's not what They're I the experts. like. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I don't know if there's anything you enjoy, but like if somebody tries to, like, for example, and God bless them, but like before I moved to LA, one of my mom's friends got me like a book about comedy. Oh, right. Like how to, how to write comedy. That's a hard gift to get. And it was like, oh, right. like I see that you know that I do comedy <laughs> and have been doing comedy in Chicago for a number of years and you understand that that is my discipline. <laughs> but like getting close is maybe worse, than, Way worse. than going off subject entirely. Because now you have... A- an object you do not want or need, and it kind of reveals that they don't know that much about you. Yep, and I also cannot, no one can know I have that book. <laughs> Is it still in your possession? Embarrassing. I want to say it's in on the bookshelf in my old room at my parents' house. <laughs> that could ruin you. If anyone finds out. If anybody hears about this, <laughs> you will be destroyed. Joe your gets all his jokes book from of a tricks. joke book. <laughs> Judy Carter's been ghostwriting his whole set. Of course he was able to make 30 videos. Look at the book. <laughs> it's all in there. <laughs> You're currently in litigation with this woman. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, she's a litigious one. But, you know, she's... She's right. Yeah. I stole it all. Probiotics anyway, is a tricky... Stay away from that. Nobody knows about probiotics. No, except for this guy, which is why you don't want to test that. Prebiotics. I just learned about prebiotics. That seems fake. That did, it was on a soda can, so it definitely felt fake. I was like, this isn't doing anything for my body. Mm-hmm. Tasted like a good grape flavor, though, which I miss. So you you bought it knowing... And wanting it to be prebiotic, or just was it incidental? It had a good-looking can. Okay. And a yeah. friend said, let me buy you a drink. Uh, we were at the grocery store. Jordan and Melissa, two friends, they said, let us buy your drink. And I thought, there's no steaks here. Whole Foods? No, this was in Utah at Smith's Marketplace, okay. which okay. is kind of Utah's Ralph's. 
Okay, got it, got if it. If that makes any sense. Sure. Uh, Kroger family brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this soda was one of those really nice-looking cans that they're doing now that they tr- they bring you in with their great graphic design. Yeah. It was good, great flavor. I follow a great TikTok account where a guy will, at the request of the commenters, rebrand junk food and, like, sodas and stuff. Oh. He, like, does it for a living, so he's j- it'll just be, like, Coca-Cola, and he'll be like, all right, that's great. Okay, so what we want to do... Uh, buzzwords that mean nothing that you can put on a can. <laughs> All natural, real flavor. Real flavor doesn't mean anything. But yeah, you can just put it on there. And let's uh, say gluten-free, fat-free, because that's true. So put that on there. Non-GMO, like just all these words that he knows from having done this. Like, yeah, they do this all the time. They put, or like, you know, peanut M&Ms and just be like a great source of protein. It's like, <laughs> it has protein, so you can say that legally. You can just kind of do whatever you want and... It has made me feel like a fool because I've definitely looked at stuff and been like, hmm, natural Gatorade or of whatever. <laughs> I fall for that all the time. There's a restaurant opening over here, and I won't say the name of the restaurant. We don't want to shame them too much, but it says freestyle tacos. Meaningless. That's, 100% meaningless. There's no, there was, no one can conceive what that would ever mean. That, the word freestyle. <laughs> no one even, even like with whatever it's associated with, you're like, I don't like snowboarding, freestyle snowboarding. I, you get to certainly do your thing certainly you have the ingredients prepared yeah, yeah, of course. otherwise it, it's it would not be a true freestyle <laughs> right freeze the only freestyle you uh, you would have to be like you'd have to have some sort of grill set up in the middle of a grocery store and then just be like grabbing stuff off the shelves not even like thinking about it and just like and and it can't be a preordained thing like a taco no 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 you can do freestyle food and just be like right, i'm thinking as i'm going and i'm oh this is no i've made a omelet it should begin nowhere yes it should be come from a void mm-hmm. and then there's the freestyle coke machine yes which is uh i'm not a soda guy so that's uh Ooh, that's off limits for you hit water <laughs> water fill up my the the bottle i brought and then you get a water that tastes like every soda on mm. the planet it's got, got a, a little hint vanilla of... <laughs> a little raspberry diet raspberry mm. <laughs> I feel like we answered that question Roomba. so well. <laughs> Roomba or dustpan. <laughs> this guy's going to be screaming. Mother's husband is screaming. Mm. <laughs> uh, Daniela, thank you for writing in. Uh, and don't mention it. And, you know, if you need protection from your mother's husband, uh, write back with a coded message <laughs> that just says, thanks for the hot tip and then two exclamation points and then we will know to send if it's three it means the gift went well it's actual you're actually thanking us for the hot tip but if it's two exclamation points message is heard loud and clear we're coming we are coming and we will help you we will not let him skin the animals (laughs) joe i've got my gorgeous necklace and you know i feel like it's finally in the right place it's finally in the right place yours on my dresser just an orphan really and now (laughs) In your loving bosom. <laughs> I'm going to reveal this at a pool somewhere. <laughs> Please do that. For Lose real. so many friends. Just be like, what on earth Refuse are you doing? Refuse to answer any questions. Like, what do you mean? I always wear this? Yes, become very angry and upset. Short answers, that kind of thing. What are you talking about? Mind your I own business. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I always wear this. You've seen this. You've seen me wear this a hundred times. <laughs> I want to talk you about something there, else. You were there when I bought this. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm thrilled to have it. I've had such a good time this with you. Lovely. Today. I'm so glad to have done it. Uh, and I mean, I'm just covered in sweat. We're, we're dewy. We're, do- I'm dewy beyond dewy. Listener, you're hopefully dry as a 
whatever you can be dry as. Uh, I'm not. I don't even need to think about it. You were just in Utah. It was just in Utah, dry as a bone. That's a dry state. Is it? Know? Is it truly a dry state? Ooh, very dry. Desert. But like alcohol dry. Oh. That, I mean, we could devote another six hours of this podcast <laughs> to the way people have to drink in Utah. Right. And the complicated system. But if you're going to pick two places that are dry in both senses of the word. You got Utah. I think Utah is There's where you no go. other state. Yeah. No other state. Listener, the podcast is over. I want you to go do something else. Find something to do with yourself. Uh, we'll be back at another point probably next week. Uh, that's how the podcast works. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!